Well, happy Easter to everyone. <clears throat> Let's begin our service with a word of prayer. Almighty God, who through your Son Jesus Christ overcame death and opened to us the gate of everlasting life, <clears throat> grant that we who celebrate with great joy the day of our Lord's resurrection, may we raise from the death of sin by your giving spirit, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. <clears throat> I'd like to read from Luke chapter 24, verse 1 through 9. The title of the message is, The King Lives. Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulcher, bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. They found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. They entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, when they were much perplexed, thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as, as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, and I like this this verse. Why seek ye living, the living among the dead? He's not here. He's risen. Remember how he spake unto you, while you were in, uh, when he was yet in Galilee, saying, "The Son of Man must be delivered, delivered into the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and the third day rise again." They were, they remembered his words and returned from the sepulcher and told these things unto the eleven and to all the rest. One of the, you know, one of the things that Paul said that was very interesting, and I think we should take this to heart, I want to know Christ in the power of his resurrection. We will probably do that one of these days. But this morning, we celebrate the single most important fact of the Christian faith. Without the fact of the resurrection, our faith and our preaching wouldn't be any value whatsoever. The Bible says he is risen. Folks, the facts are we don't just have an empty tomb. We don't just have a nice little story that we hope is true. We don't just have a tradition that is based on myths. What we do have is truth based on facts. You do not have to put away common sense to believe in what the Bible teaches. Uh, Gary, Dr. Gary Habermas, one of our modern-day biblical scholars, said this about the resurrection. The resurrection was undoubtedly the central proclamation of the early church from the very beginning. The earliest Christians didn't just endorse Jesus' teachings. They were convinced they had seen him alive after the crucifixion. That's what changed their lives and started the church. Certainly, since this was the uh, centermost conviction, they would have made absolutely sure that it was true. The people that were with Jesus were just, just ordinary people like us. 
They were fishermen and general laborers. These people had followed Christ for a couple of years. They listened to him. They watched him. They, they saw his miracles. They saw him raise the dead. But then something they, that they couldn't explain happened. They hung him on a cross. The man who was going to lead them to freedom was dead. They saw him die. What were they going to do now? Maybe he wasn't who he claimed to be. But something changed them. Only one thing could have happened that would have changed their minds. That changed their hearts, their hearts to the hearts uh, that overflowed. Jesus appeared to them alive. All of his teaching, all of his miracles, all of his sermons, everything that he had ever said took on a whole new meaning uh, to these people. Very importantly, Jesus said over in John eleven twenty five and 26, and this is what it's all about. I'm the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, shall he live. Isn't that great? That's exciting. And so whosoever lives and believes in me is never going to die. That's spiritual death. Do you believe this, Jesus said? Well, let me tell you this morning, the king lives. And I hope that he has a place in your life. There is always hope for you today. I have a short prayer. May the glory and the promise of this time of year bring peace and happiness to you and to those that you hold most dear. May Christ, our risen Savior, always be there by you, by your side, to bless you and be a loving guide for your life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. One more thing before I close. I'd like to say there is hope for the lost and extreme joy for Christians. There's nothing like knowing that the Lord we serve is not a dead God, but a living God. We surely have a lot to rejoice about. Like the words of that old song that we sing, we serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. I know that he is living no matter what men may say. And then it goes on to say he walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. So we know beyond a shadow of a doubt in our personal spiritual lives that Jesus Christ is alive. He's there for us. He's our great physician, our great helper. And the one that's there that promised that he would never leave us, never forsake us, even through all the things that we are going through with this virus, 
we know that God loves us. He's going to provide. He's going to take care of us. And we can get through this thing together as the church. And thank you for listening to this special message today on, on Easter Sunday. 